Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. The forecast from Steve Rudin. Mainly clear and cool moving through the remainder of the evening as winds continue to ease. Temperatures fall through the 40s, eventually the 30s. We'll see mid-20s to lower 30s by early tomorrow morning. Partly cloudy on Wednesday, mid-40s to around 50 degrees. Stray showers late tomorrow night. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. And right now we're looking at 44 degrees here in the nation's capital. 459. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's top news, live, local, 24-7. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good afternoon, I'm Sean Anderson. I'm Ann Kramer, coming up. The latest on the potential move of the Caps and Wizards to Potomac Yard in Alexandria. A local leader says Virginia taxpayers won't be funding a Potomac Yard arena, so who will? I'm Scott Gelman. Breaking news, former President Trump appeals Maine's decision to bar him from the ballot over January 6th. And an appeal in a similar case involving the Colorado ballot is expected soon. Also new this afternoon, Harvard University's president has resigned under a cloud of controversy. On Wall Street, the Dow up 26, but the Nasdaq down 2%. Five o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Monica Ricks. Harvard President Claudine Gay has resigned amid plagiarism accusations and a ton of backlash over testimony at a congressional hearing. WBZ's Nicole Davis has more from Boston. It was just over six months ago when Claudine Gay became the first black president of Harvard. Now she says she is stepping down with a heavy heart. She's doing so after getting blowback from alumni and congressional members following her congressional testimony about anti-Semitism on college campuses. Republican Congresswoman Elise Stefanik of New York. At Harvard. Does calling for the genocide of Jews violate Harvard's rules of bullying and harassment? Yes or no? It can be, depending on the context. Gay has also in recent weeks been facing allegations of plagiarism in her published academic works. Gay had been the university's first black president and only the second woman to lead it. Former President Trump's appealing a decision in Maine now that would keep him off presidential primary ballots over his alleged role on January 6. A similar appeal is expected in Colorado, but the Supreme Court will likely have the final word. The driver who slammed into a crowd leaving a concert last night in Rochester, New York, killing two people, has also died. Rochester Police Chief David Smith. At this time, we've not been able to identify that there was anyone else involved in the crime or that it was part of a larger plot. He says there's no evidence of terrorism. More tragedy today in Japan, where a flight carrying about 400 people crashed into a Coast Guard plane and burst into flames. CBS's Lucy Kraft tells us they had about 90 seconds to get out. All of the 367 passengers, including eight children and 12 crew members, managed to escape before the Airbus A350 quickly disintegrated. The Coast Guard crew did not fare as well. Police said five crew members are dead and only Only the pilot with unspecified injuries survived. Earthquakes rattled parts of Washington, D.C. and New York City overnight. Here's CBS's Matt Piper. Residents of Roosevelt Island between Manhattan and Queens and the East River reported what they believed to be multiple explosions that caused their buildings to shake at around 6 a.m. Turns out it was a 1.7 magnitude earthquake centered near Astoria, Queens. I got really scared. I thought it was in the building that something blew up. I was sleeping and then I just felt it shaking and like the bed was sinking. The quakes caused power outages, but no one was hurt. I, Sherelle Parker, do solemnly swear. 
Sherelle Parker made history today in Philadelphia as the first woman and first black woman to be elected as mayor. This is surreal. I could have never have imagined this. Parker defeated Republican David O., her former colleague on city council. This is CBS News. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. It's 5.03 on Tuesday afternoon, January 2nd of 2024. Clear, breezy right now. Temperatures are hanging around in the mid to low 40s. Good afternoon, I'm Ian Kramer. And I'm Sean Anderson. Our top local story this hour, who will be paying for a possible new Caps and Wizards arena in Potomac Yard in Alexandria? Not Virginia taxpayers, at least according to Alexandria's mayor. Our story from WTOP Scott Gelman. The arena is being uh, financed initially up front by Monumental. Alexandria Mayor Justin Wilson says the rest will be paid for using money generated from other parts of the proposed Potomac Yard complex. This is sales tax. These are uh, admissions tax that is paid on uh, on events. So these are these are taxes that are generated at the site. The project is expected to cost $2 billion, but only 5% of that will come from the city, according to a recent Alexandria newsletter. This is a model that we use to build the metro station, in fact. So the metro station at Potomac Yard that just opened in May. The General Assembly and Alexandria City Council have to act before the project moves forward. Wilson says how it'll be paid for is top of mind for residents. Certainly concerns and questions around the finance of this. Help me understand the finances. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. Now, meantime, the D.C. Council is making moves to provide more money for a renovation of Nats Park. D.C. Council Chair Phil Mendelson has introduced legislation that creates a ballpark maintenance fund. The measure comes after the mayor and the Nationals reached a deal last fall that provides millions in repair to the 15-year-old ballpark. Money for the fund would come from the ballpark's sales tax revenue and rent paid from the lease of the ballpark. Other parts of the bill would require Events D.C., which runs Nats Park, to turn in an annual spending report to the mayor and the council. Campaign 2024 now on WTOP. A federal judge has now thrown out a lawsuit that tried to ban former President Trump from Virginia's presidential primary and general election ballots this year. The suit argued Mr. Trump should be excluded after his efforts to overturn the result of the 2020 election. But District Judge Leone Brinkema ruled that a pair of activists that filed who filed the suit lacked legal standing to challenge Donald Trump's eligibility for office. The judge says the activists totally failed to show Mr. Trump's presence on Virginia's ballot would cause them specific harm. The ruling shows there will not be any late-breaking developments regarding the former president's eligibility as a primary candidate in Virginia. Where early voting for the state's March 5th primaries is set to start in a little more than a few weeks. It's 5.06 in Northern Virginia. Fairfax County getting ready to roll out another round of assistance for local businesses there. It is a program that provides professional coaching and consulting services from industry experts. This is about helping your small business be better at whatever it is you do. That's Jamie Gaucher with the Fairfax County Department of Economic Initiatives. He says the program, known as Thrive, just closed its first window for applications, but a second one is about to open soon on January 16th, so small business owners can start getting their applications ready now. We feel strongly that all types of businesses all across the county, especially small businesses, can benefit from 
a greater degree of technical assistance. The program provides coaching and targeted consulting valued up to $10,000 per business. Nick Einelli, WTOP News. 506 right now, it seems like almost everyone in our region is coming down with something, whether it be the flu or RSV, even the latest COVID-19 variant. According to the CDC, D.C. and Maryland are in the high range and Virginia is in the very high range for all three viruses. So... Here's a question. Can mask mandates be far behind? Yeah, it looks like influenza is increasing at the fastest rate among the respiratory viruses that are out there right now. However, the COVID variant JN1 has been pushing the numbers upwards too, says Dr. Andrew Pekosh, a virologist with the Johns Hopkins University Bloomberg School of Public Health. And he would not be surprised to see mask mandates return in some settings. You know, hospitals, nursing home facilities, they have a really high density of people who are susceptible to very severe outcomes with respiratory infections. His advice, get vaccinated. It's not too late. Stay home if you are sick and get tested so that you can get treatment with antivirals if appropriate. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Did you feel the ground rumbling in Maryland earlier today? Parts of Montgomery County experienced a small earthquake just before one this morning. Rattled some people out of bed. WTOP's Luke Lukert explores what might have caused it. The epicenter of the 2.3 magnitude earthquake was two miles west of Rockville. Small, according to geologist Rebecca Cavage-Adams with the Maryland Geological Survey. We in Maryland are not sitting on a plate boundary. Unlike California or Japan, though the earthquake's exact cause can't be known, it's likely pent-up stress on dormant faults caused by activity from the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. Every now and then, enough stress accumulates that they actually do create small earthquakes. And while it was small, our area sits on massive bedrock. Because we're on this mass of hard bedrock, that motion gets transmitted for a much longer distance. Luke Luger, WTOP News. Coming up in Money News after traffic and weather. Not all of those holiday returns are legit. I'm Jeff Claybaugh. 508. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. Traffic and weather on the 8th. How is it moving out there, Dave? It's moving slowly westbound through 66 on uh, Centerville on 66. The uh, crash, the most recent crash near 28 along the far left side of the main lanes, but mostly blocking the 66 express lanes. And in the express lanes, if you're in them westbound, you stay far left to get by. At one point, you had to take a 28 exit, but I think you can ride that uh, initial exit uh, lane stretch of pavement and then reconnect with the 66 express lanes by staying left past the crash. Uh, Westbound delays in the main lanes are starting to ease now, heading to Manassas. The original crash that stirred things up was minor. It was dragged out of the left lane and put onto the shoulder, if not cleared. And that happened closer to the Manassas rest area. 95 southbound slow from Springfield into Woodbridge. Northbound delays have been easing back quite a bit. And Beltway has not been a big chore today. Just a little heavy on the outer loop near Merrifield in Alexandria. Barely slow at the American Legion Bridge and already starting to clear out. So not much of a rush hour today. In Maryland, 270-95. Baltimore Washington Parkway. No big complaints. A couple of minor slowdowns here and there, but not much to write home about. Pennsylvania Avenue southbound after Suitland Parkway. The crash out of the way. Delays are easing, not just on the end of the Suitland Parkway and Route 4, but also on the interloop nearby. I-97 northbound north of Route 50. Slow traffic observed. Nothing in camera. And uh, Central Avenue westbound at Morgan Boulevard is now open. DC 295 southbound near Pennsylvania Avenue. The road is open. The crash there was moved out of the way. And the travel lanes open. Northbound traffic remains heavy nearby. 
The WTOP Traffic Center is furnished by Regency Furniture Shop, Regency's dining room, living room, and bedroom sets, plus brand-name mattresses in-store and online at Regency Furniture. I'm Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Steve Rudin is in the 7 News First Alert Weather Center. Mainly clear skies moving through the evening. Winds will slowly ease as temperatures fall through the 30s, eventually settling into the middle 20s to lower 30s by early tomorrow morning. Partly cloudy on Wednesday, mid-40s to around 50 degrees. Winds from the southwest, a few stray showers late tomorrow night. Thursday and Friday, we're trending dry, but not going to be the case for the weekend. We're tracking a winter storm that has the potential to be measurable snow to the mountains. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. It's clear right now, 45 at Fort Belvoir and Foggy Bottom 44. It's down to 41 degrees in Silver Spring, all brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. WTOP's Money News at 10 and 40 past the hour. Back to Jeff Claywell. EV maker Rivian sold fewer vehicles last year. Rivian's vehicle sales in the fourth quarter were down 10% from the third quarter. Rivian's vehicles started around $90,000. Dish Network and EchoStar have completed their merger. Dish Network has dwindled to 8.8 million subscribers. EchoStar's Hughes Network has just a million subscribers left. Both will concentrate on building their Boost mobile wireless service. It's return season for retailers. 15% of sales are likely to be returned. Some of those returns are fraud, clothing that was worn, or merchandise that was shoplifted. Retailers lose $100 billion a year to returns fraud. First trading day of the new year, the Dow gained 26. The Nasdaq lost 245 points. That was 1.6%. Jeff Clable, WTOP News. Drought, war, and rising food prices have devastated families in poverty. $50 provides a food kit to feed a family for a month. Just text the word radio to 97646. Coming up, you might have gotten Netflix so you could see the end of the crown, but will you watch anything else there for a while? We'll talk about how people are cutting off their streaming services quite frequently now and are often reconnecting with them later. 512. Obesity-related conditions like type 2 diabetes and heart disease are among the leading causes of preventable premature death, according to the CDC. Dr. Ivine Sapardo, a general and bariatric surgeon at MedStar Washington Hospital Center, says, fortunately, there are several options to help you manage your weight. Ozempic, Wegovi, Munjaro, these newer medications, and they're actually proven to be very, very effective. And so far, the results are very promising. Another option is bariatric surgery. We know surgery can reverse diabetes fully. Once you have surgery, your stomach's going to change. Your capacity to eat is going to change. So it's making the commitment that this is for good. She also stresses the importance of exercise and diet. Learning about nutrition, learning how to read labels, uh, what are the good things that we want to intake, avoiding trans fat, moderating intake of sugar. To schedule a consultation, please visit medstarhealth.org slash intel. That's medstarhealth.org slash intel. Medical Intel, sponsored weekly by MedStar Washington Hospital Center. Hi, it's Jumi Olabanji. And Tony Perkins from News 4 Today. And the best part of our morning is you. We love hearing why more of you wake up with News 4 Today. This is the team that helps me rise and shine. The energy that you guys, it comes through the TV. The banter, the humor. Um, I don't watch anything else but Channel 4. You're my family. And you're a part of our family, too. Join us for News 4 Today on NBC4 weekday morning starting at 4 a.m. We're working for you. Later this half hour in WTOP. My name is George. I'm unemployed and I live with my parents. Oh, man, just like George. 
From Seinfeld, a lot of people are moving back home to save money. Even rents are way too high now. We'll talk about that in just a few. It's 514. Warman Home Care has served our local Maryland and Virginia community for more than three decades. You probably already know Warman is the warm and caring family-owned company that provides in-home care to seniors. But you may not know all the services we provide to make your aging loved one more safe and comfortable in their own home, including personal care like help with bathing, grooming, toileting and getting dressed, medication reminders, meal preparation, mobility assistance, fall prevention, light housekeeping, laundry, social support and companionship, hospice support, transportation to doctor's appointments, and even running errands. At Warm and Home Care, our care plans are custom designed so we can make sure your loved one gets assistance with their daily routine while remaining safe and happy in their own home. In fact, we've been providing happiness at home to families just like yours for over 30 years. Learn more at warmandhomecare.com. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 515, I'm Ann Kramer. And I'm Sean Anderson. Thanks for being with us. More people are trying to cut costs by ending their subscriptions to all those streaming services. November numbers from analytics provider Antenna show about a quarter of streaming subscribers canceled at least three of their subscriptions over the past couple of years. So what's behind the migration away from things such as Apple TV, Hulu, Max, and Netflix? And where are all these TV watchers actually going? Wall Street Journal Los Angeles Bureau Chief Sarah Krauss joined us a bit earlier to talk about what's behind the exodus. We've reached a point where streaming consumers are looking at their bills growing and growing as streamers try to increase prices to improve their own profitability. And households are saying, wait a second, we're paying a lot of money, almost close to what we had in the old cable days for these streaming services. Which ones can we afford to live without? Which ones do we only want to pay for when there's a hit show that we like? So really what's happening is consumers are getting a lot savvier at turning these services on and off as their hit shows come and go. Now, of course, so much has been made about cutting the cord here over the past few years. Are these folks going back to cable TV? Not necessarily and certainly not in droves. I mean, cable continues to be in structural decline and the appeal of streaming relative to cable, the ease of canceling, you know, canceling your cable bill was a pain in the neck. You had to make a phone call. Streaming, you can turn turn on and off. The price of streaming is still on a net basis much lower. So you don't see a reversion to cable and droves. But what you do see is households saying there was a time in the streaming boom when the prices of each of these services were so low that it felt like a deal and like no big deal to have a lot of different services. But now the prices of all of them and the sheer number of services available has gone up such that it's time to be more thoughtful about what you actually shell out for. Sarah, it seems so complicated as a consumer of all this because you want to cut the cord, as Sean just mentioned, but you can't because you need the internet to get the streaming services. And then you want to not have to pay so much for the streaming services. So how do we go about this and looking at whether or not we really need this? There's a few different mechanisms that streamers are now offering to make it either simpler or to pare down the number of choices or to appeal to customers with lower prices. One is ad-supported tiers of services. So some consumers are saying, okay, I can pay less for an ad-supported tier of service if I'm willing to watch advertisements, and that will let me keep the service but pay less for it. Other streamers are partnering with their rivals on bundles, often for their respective advertising tiers, and that gives you, as a consumer, the value of two services at a reduced price less than you would pay for each of them individually. So there's a couple of different options if you're not totally ready to give it up, but you're willing to tolerate some ads, or if you want to take a bundle, you could get two for a lower cost. You know, there's 
different avenues that streamers are exploring to try to win customers back more quickly. Because I will say there is data that shows a lot of streaming customers that cancel a service do later on return to it. There was a stat in my story that, you know, 39% of subscribers who canceled a major streamer in the last quarter of 2022 were back within 11 months. So they do go back, but streamers are trying to figure out how do we get those people faster? And Sarah Krause, Los Angeles Bureau Chief at The Wall Street Journal. Quick look at the top stories we're working on at W. Former President Trump has appealed that decision in Maine that bars him from the primary ballot and appeal in Colorado is expected soon. Harvard President Claudine Gay stepping down today after a fresh round of plagiarism accusations and backlash over her response to the anti-Semitism on the Ivy League campus. Keep it here for full details in the minutes ahead. Traffic and weather on the 8s, and we start with Dave Dildine at the Traffic Center. Beltway's not bad today. In fact, virtually no delay at the American Legion Bridge. Not much of a rush hour, but it's slow on the outer loop from Tyson's to Maryfield and from about Telegraph to the Wilson Bridge. 66 westbound, sluggish near the Fairfax exits, and also westbound in the main lanes through Centerville. Express lanes, the crash near 28. You stay far left to get by, single file to the left in the 66 express lanes getting by. The crash in the main lanes downstream near the Manassas Rest area is entirely out of the way. 95 southbound, just heavy into Woodbridge. And uh, in Maryland, on 270 northbound, some slowing through Gaithersburg. 355 northbound near Chestnut Street. Uh, northbound lanes were blocked by crash response. We had one near Kenwood on River Road at Little Falls Parkway. That one ought to be mostly clear by now. Just volume delays in the BW Parkway through Greenbelt. 95, some southbound slowing getting into Columbia. The crash on Pennsylvania Avenue south of Suitland Parkway is clear. Questions about youth or high school sports? Positive Coaching Alliance can help. PCA, a national nonprofit organization, develops better athletes and better people through youth and high school sports. Info at positivecoach.org. I'm Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. On to 7 News First Alert, meteorologist Steve Rudin. Our skies cleared out earlier today, and as we move through the evening and into the overnight, our skies will remain mainly clear. Wake-up temperatures tomorrow morning on the cold side, mid-20s to lower 30s. Fortunately, we're not going to stay there very long. With a mix of sun and clouds, highs will eventually rebound to the mid-40s to around 50 degrees. A few stray showers late tomorrow evening. Thursday, winds will kick up again. Highs in the 40s, dry on Friday, and a storm for the weekend. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. It's clear but cooling down. 41 now in College Park, 40 in Fairfax, 44 at the National Mall. It's all brought to you by Lend the Plumber Heating and Air, trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Up ahead on WTOP. Zach Efron goes for Oscar Gold in the tragic wrestling biopic, The Iron Claw. I'm Jason Fraley. 521. The following is a paid commercial message. This is Bishop Michael Burbage of the Catholic Diocese of Arlington. We begin a new year full of promise and potential. Yet we may also experience hardships and challenges and heartaches, at least to some degree. Many of these things will be out of our control, but what will be in our control is how we choose to live each day. We should choose to let go and surrender ourselves to God's will. We are reminded in sacred scripture not to worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will take care of itself. Let this year be a year for less anxiety, a year of surrender, a year of letting go of fear. When you feel overwhelmed, recall the words of St. Teresa of Calcutta. Yesterday is gone. Tomorrow has not yet come. We have only today. Let us begin. 
Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-777-1979. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes or overweight or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-777-1979. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-777-1979. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds too. Call 800-777-1979. 800-777-1979 or BigLou.com. You're listening to WTOP News. 523. Okay, if you're in the market to buy a new house, it can feel like there's no end in sight with high prices and the huge costs of borrowing. So how are people handling it? According to the Washington Post, more millennials are living with their parents longer to save up for their first home. Not only are houses really expensive, but also just renting is really expensive, along with all of these other costs like childcare and student loans. So there's just, as economist Mark Zandi put it, there's just been a huge collapse in housing affordability. And so going back to mom and dad is the best way for some people to both save up and avoid high rents and also perhaps maybe save up for a house. That's Post Business reporter Julian Mark, who joined us earlier here on WTOP. He had some of the millennials he spoke with were able to save up for a down payment on a house after living at home for only a year. Zac Efron starred in High School Musical, you remember, and The Greatest Showman. Now he balks up for the wrestling biopic The Iron Claw that's out in theaters now. WTOP film critic Jason Fraley has our review. Professional wrestling brothers endure tragedies known as the Von Erich Curse. The Like Channing Tatum in Foxcatcher, Zac Efron proves that he's got serious acting chops beneath his hunky physique, sharing innocent moments with Lily James. Sean Durkin directs brilliant scenes like their mother doing a double take of her son's ghost watching from above on the staircase. My only gripe is that the script scraps an entire brother, Chris, worrying that too many suicides would scare off audiences, but why not go all the way with the real tragedy? If you can table that choice, it's one of the best films of the year, rivaling The Wrestler for tops in the genre. Jason and for LAWTOP News. Sports at 25 and 55. George Wallace here with some big doings tonight in College Park. That's right, Sean. Number one Purdue in town to face the Terrapins. Maryland looking for a 20th straight home win. It'll be eight straight this year, but it dates back to last year, the 20th straight, if they can get it. As Purdue comes to town, averaging nearly 87 points a game, they are 12 and 1 overall, 1 and 1 of the Big Ten. And Zach Eady, the averaging nearly 24 points a game. He is uh, definitely something to um, be worried about. And for Kevin Willard's squad, they're coming off a, a pretty good stretch. A big win at UCLA, and then it went over Coppin State, and then a couple of days off. So a good test tonight, 7 o'clock in College Park. Georgetown is home to Creighton this evening as well. GW redshirt freshman Garrett Johnson keeps winning awards. A-10 Rookie of the Week, third time in the first two months of this season. Ron Rivera will not name a starting quarterback until tomorrow, as he said, set to uh, begin the final practice week of the year, Dallas is in town. As far as this team having lost seven straight and uh, 2-0 and seems like a long time ago, biggest disappointment of this year has been what? We didn't live up to the expectations that we had or that I had personally. 